0: mel What's going on now?
1: Not much as I mm. say every week. Um, yeah but no news is good news. No news is
0: yeah not bad news. It's always good to not have crazy news. Yeah. Don't you
1: think sometimes? I get you. I feel like sometimes I get like caught up in trying to find crazy news because yeah. you're so like used to having like chaos around you sometimes. Yes. But it's nice to have a chill week.
0: Yeah well I've definitely had a chill week.
1: Some news this week. There is news oh, this week. Oh, like my mistake. Aya, <laughs> <laughs> <Ay-ya. laughs> Rihanna is pregnant. I saw that! I saw that. Congrats, Rihanna. Yeah, ASAP roffy Is that his name?
0: I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not... I'm not with it. I'm at not
1: all. hip. Um, yes. But... I felt like, I know, understand, like, the background of her with, like, Drake and Chris Brown, obviously, and stuff like that. Yeah. As soon as her pregnancy announcement happened, all I saw on social media was memes of Drake and Chris Brown crying. <laughs> Are you <laughs> serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> but that's so true. Like, whenever you've, like, loved towards someone or, like, had a thing with someone and then, like, you notice that they got into a new relationship or, like, yeah. they've fallen pregnant or, like, they're mm-hmm. getting married – even if you no longer have that love or like care for them, there's still like a stomach sink moment, you know.
0: I'm not gonna lie, I've never really experienced that.
1: Yeah, you have been with George for, since like straight out of high school. I yeah, so, even, so you know, before George, it was like pu- 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 pu, it was nothing. Yeah, there, there was obviously
0: guys, blah blah blah,
1: but it was not
0: none of it meant much. And then when I was 18, I started dating George, and the rest is history.
1: Yeah, but then when you think about it you were the one that got married. Hey,
0: I was the one that got away. Yeah.
1: So then you would have been the heart-sunk moment, just <laughs> well, some like a little one person one time, you know? I feel like I feel like that's something a lot of people go through cuz I know for me myself, I've definitely felt that heart sink moment yeah. before. stomach drop. Ah, oh, okay. Oh, I've never thought myself as a
0: stomach dropped about person. But I'm sure <laughs> you have been. Yeah, who knows. Yeah. You bring up the memes about Drake and stuff and it always makes me think how you wish another celebrity couple was together. Oh, yes. them. I feel like a big one for me right now is Emma and Lockie Wiggle. I wish they worked out. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That would be ideal. Yeah, it would have been ideal. I wish they worked out.
1: That's like Nathan and Kelly from High Five. I Mm. wish that... I'm pretty sure they didn't end up being together after a while. I thought they were married or they Mm. were together. Back then, but didn't work out. Breaks my little heart every time I think about it. Were Emma and Lockie together for a while? They were married. Married? Yeah, they were married. Oh wow. They were married, Elle. Oh, that's so worse. Oh, that makes me sad yeah. for the wiggles. And then they got with other
0: people in the wiggles. Oh wow. It's all very fleetwood Mac. It's very <laughs> inner circle. E but it makes sense though. They tour like more than half of the year.
1: Yeah, they're always How- together, yeah. You know, you're always together with these people. Who else are you going to end up with? You know, I don't know if anyone else has ever felt this. I'm sure most people have. Mm. But, like, you know when you're working with someone, you don't even find them attractive. But because there's no other option, you find them attractive. Mm-hmm. Or, like, they're not your usual type. But you're, you've always got to have, like, one little tiny work crush or, like... Mm. You get, do you understand what I'm saying?
0: I understand why... You yeah. would think that way, but I haven't experienced that myself because, well, actually, does it count that I worked with my husband for, like, five years? Yes, that Does that counts. count? Yeah. He was someone at work I had a crush on.
1: Yeah, or, like, if you have, like, in <laughs> high school, like, you have one class and you're, like, bored in that oh, class. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: Okay. I had a crush on one of my teachers. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Not a real crush, but I just liked being in his class, you know? Oh, yeah. I don't even remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember his name. And then I got over it within two minutes.
1: Yeah. I guess it's because it's like a little, like, crush. It's like a celebrity crush almost at that point, yeah.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't even call it that. Yeah. It was just I liked being in his class. And well, I just thought it was nice. Well, that's So sweet. I wouldn't really call it a crush. I just liked it. It's just a little, a little crush. crush. But when it comes to celebrity crushes, I don't know.
1: Sometimes they're more than crushes. It's hard. Oh, Have you ever been there? Not really. Really? Celebrities are one of those things that I, like, I can't get too invested in terms of, like, the crush crush. I think because they're much older. Well, back then they were Ah. much older. I never was into boys that were older. Ah, see. I have been. Yeah. So, it makes sense. But definitely, it's going to sound so random. You're probably not going to even know who he is. Okay. Austin Mahone, which was Who's like... Exactly I, was gonna say, I was not going to say Austin Powers. <laughs> no, I'll guess. do make you horny, <laughs> <Okay>. baby. <laughs> but Austin Mahone, which is like this... He was like around... He was like Justin Bieber, but like the, ah. the version C of Justin Bieber. Ah. And I don't know what it was about him, but I was infatuated. But that's the only person that... I think because he was the same age as me, so I don't think... Ah,
0: uh, okay, so... But that's the only
1: one where I was like, oh, it could actually happen if I ever travel to America. Ah,
0: okay, so... So I was really into, okay, don't laugh, but I was really into yeah. Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> I
1: can <is> so see <laughs> that as well.
0: <laughs> when he was Rocky, not oh. like in general Sylvester Stallone, just Rocky 1, Rocky 2, really into Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. I was also really into Aragon from Lord of the Rings. So Viggo Mortensen, but only as Aragon. Okay. Okay, I think it was very specific. He had the longer hair, he wore the cool clothes. Badass. It was very <laughs> sexy. I had a crush on him when I was in primary school, but I had a Oh in crush primary on him. school? I just yeah. realized what you said. He yes. was on my pencil case. Oh wow. Yeah.
1: Made it all the way to the pencil case. Yeah. You could look at him every day. Yep. That was the plan, Al. That was the plan. That's nice. Mm. I'm trying to think now if I had any like I found people attractive, yes. like that with celebrities, but no. Crush yeah. crush, yeah. And then when I was a teenager
0: yeah. <laughs> when I was a teenager, I was really into Johnny Depp. I feel like, oh, everyone's yeah, I had a Johnny, a Johnny Depp, Depp, Depp face. face. He's
1: beautiful. Cute, man. He's gorgeous.
0: I loved 21 Jump Street. Yeah. That's how I really got into Johnny Depp.
1: I liked him, even in Pirates of the Caribbean as a creepy pirate. Mm. So attractive. So he attractive. Can pull it, he pulls it off, you know he what I mean? He really does. And he's one of the few people, like, back then that could stand next to Orlando Bloom and make Orlando Bloom look like, yeah. I agree. Yeah. See, when it comes to crushes, you know what I'm thinking of? I had more crush on, like, cartoon characters. Oh, I had a crush on a cartoon character once. I like Kovu from The Lion King 2. Oh, I see that. Yeah, I was so into Kovu. I see that. Yeah.
0: I will... I think mine's kind of a mainstream one, but I was totally into The Beast from Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As a beast. As... No, when he turns into human,
1: there's that first look in him, I'm like, ew. Yeah. Go back to a beast. Go back to (laughs) a beast, dude. (laughs) So true. Even like oh, Eric man. from Little Mermaid. Yeah, he was oh, cute. So cute. He's very you cute. You know what made me attracted to the cartoons? There what? was like a picture going around Pinterest years ago. Uh-huh. Or might have been Tumblr uh-huh. of all the Disney princes with tattoos and like oh. piercings and stuff. And I was like, Oh, my ideal man is this cartoon. <laughs> 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 like I didn't realise I like tattoos with a man until yeah. that cartoon and really? I'm like, Wow. Oh. I love a good tattooed man. Me too. Me too. Mm. Shall we jump into the
0: episode? We shall. We've got a few formalities we need to get through. Yes. It is that time of the episode where we like to talk about what was number one in music history this week. Woo. Got some doozies, though. Doozies. doozies. <laughs> <laughs> in 1973, yeah. Elton John started a three-week run with Crocodile Rock. I remember when Rock was young, me and Susie had so much fun. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. In 1979, mm-hmm. Blondie was number one with Heart of Glass. I
1: love that song. How good is
0: that song? Oh, how love. That
1: that I sung this. Sh- that was like my favorite song to sing on mm. SingStar. Oh. Yeah. I never had SingStar. Really? I was obsessed. I a guitar hero. Oh, Guitar Hero was good too, but SingStar was my oh, SingStar, I toy and Buzz. Idea. I don't know what you, you don't just know what said Buzz. Yeah, oh what my is god, that? Buzz is like that game show, and you have oh my god, we need to play Buzz. <laughs> I still do? play. It? It's like a game show. You get little buzzes and everything, and it's like quizzes. I used to play the music quiz all the time. Ah. We should play Buzz on the episode. Hey, that sounds like a date. Yeah, sounds like a date. When I think of Heart of Glass, I think
0: of Adam Sandler. So it's the first song that plays in his movie, Anchor Management.
1: Oh, I love Jack that Nicholson. movie.
0: Yeah, I think that's actually uh, Call Me Crazy, but it might be my favorite Adam am movie. I don't know. Oh, wow. It is yeah, very be cool, good. be cool, be cool, be cool. But yeah. I love Jack Nicholson as well. But yeah. anyway, that's the song that plays at the start. Nice. So I always think of that. Plus, also I love Blondie. hmm And in 1995, Elle, Celine Dion
1: mm-hmm. started
0: a seven-week run. Seven,
1: with a song called "Think Twice" and guess what? I don't even know it. I don't. I, I we listened to it a little bit earlier. Yeah. Sound is somewhat familiar, but not something that like I would assume was a seven-week run. Yeah. Amazing, beautiful song. It's very Celine Dion. Very Celine Dion. Yes. Not exactly like I love the sound, but not what I would listen to. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, I don't know if I'm really into ballads. I love a,
0: a rock ballad. Oh, let me clarify out. Yeah. I was not talking about rock ballads. I know. <laughs> just a ballad. Yeah. And you've got just a person standing there on their lonesome and they're singing this heartfelt, beautiful song. Mm. Not really my jam.
1: See, I do like them sometimes. Mm. Would Bonnie Tyler, Total Eclipse of the Heart be a ballad? Because that is one of my, like, that's all-time favorite songs. Song and I don't know... Song. It's like, mm. I, I th- in my head, what I think of, like, I like a song where I can imagine singing it in the car crying as yes. by myself or with my best friend. Like, we sit <sighs> in the car crying sometimes mm. and, like, just yelling songs.
0: But mm. then, um,
1: if I can't yell it, then I ain't gonna like it that much if it's just, like, a heartfelt song mm. that I can't, like... Belt from the heart. Yes.
0: Yeah. I guess when I'm talking about ballads, I kind of mean just songs like My Heart Will Go On.
1: Oh, I like that, though. It's, yeah, it's, look, it's
0: good, but no. Let me rephrase. It's a great song, mm-hmm. but it's not one that I would sit and be like, my heart will go on. Why? You won't find me doing
1: that. Hmm, fair enough, then. Except for right now. Yes. Which you butchered, by the way, but it's fine. <laughs> Why? My heart. It was not that <laughs> I way. thought it was good. <laughs>
0: Elle's got a complex with my impressions
1: she thinks they're bad no I like them (laughs) it's (laughs) not I suppose
0: (laughs) alright so what we also like to do on this podcast is to let you know who you share a birthday with Mm -hmm. now for today's date we have picked the 23rd of April so if you are born on the 23rd of April you share a birthday with Roy Orbison, Ooh. Mm-hmm. so I
1: love him. Me mm-hmm. too. And Teo Cruz, I came to dance, 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 dance. dance, dance. I'm gonna the... break, break your, break, break your heart. Oh, he just oh, brings I'm only me. Gonna. To, oh, that's the eh. But he just brings me back to like mid high school, like oh, 2009 yeah. to 2011. Just oh. Good times. Good times. Every party. You could not go to any 15th, 16th birthday no without way. hearing that song. I, I agree. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Roy Orbson, one of the best vocals uh, yes, ever. Yes. I believe um, yes, even Elvis said that he like thought Roy had the best voice.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. And it sounds quite similar to his, so it makes yeah. sense, I guess. Just different, but That's similar. That's really
0: interesting. Well, yeah. We're going to take a quick break. But before we do so, we just want to remind you guys to give us a follow... Mm -hmm. get on our social medias, check them out. We would really appreciate it, and it really helps us out
1: as well. Yeah, it really does. And don't forget to give us a five-star review if you like what you're hearing. Yes. And if you don't like what you're hearing, just continue on. It's fine. (laughs) No
0: need to give us a rating.
1: (laughs) No need to (laughs) rate us at all. Uh, Okay, guys, we're going to take that break now. Bye. And we're back. So today we're talking about our top songs from the 50s. Yes. So we're planning to do like ERA every month or so. Mm. So this month, it's the 50s. Yeah, it is. We're going to list out our top five songs. Mm-hmm. L, take it away. Ooh,
0: okay, okay. I've got a feeling a couple of our songs are probably matching. Oh, definitely they would be. Yes, 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 yes. And before I start, I want to encourage you guys, if you have never gone and listened to songs from the 1950s, Please go look at our Spotify playlist. These songs that we mentioned today will be on there. Yes, they will. Please have a listen and just let it consume you. It will Mm. change
1: your life. You will understand by the end of this podcast how just beautiful this music is. Yes, 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 yes.
0: Hey, everyone. What is holding you back from achieving your fitness and nutrition goals? Is it time? Stress, confidence, lack of motivation, or maybe you're just sick of dieting. Do you feel defeated and discouraged because you're not where you want to be with your nutrition and fitness? If you're done being frustrated and discouraged with your lack of success, check out the Power of Progress podcast, where we talk about how to change your fitness and nutrition using the principles of mindset, motion, and momentum. We take a deep dive into what makes you tick and how to overcome all of your obstacles, physical and and mental. Our goal is to change your health from a chore to a lifestyle. Okay. Okay, Elle, my first song Mm -hmm. is called All I Have to Do Is Dream by the Everly Brothers. That was also my first song. (laughs) Ah,
1: of course. (laughs) Well, let's chat about it together.
0: (laughs) It's just a freaking amazing song. And I actually read this interesting fact on it the other day that uh, look, I don't know if this was an actual fact because I read it in the comments of the video. And oh, you know, I watched.
1: Th- oh, I love doing that. And you know
0: how, you know, legit those comments are. Yeah. What they say is actual fact.
1: Yeah, well, right? pretty much, yes. Yeah, of course. I just love their little stories and everything. In those. Yes, so apparently,
0: according to this commenter on YouTube, Paul McCartney spoke about the reason why the Beatles did more duets and singing all in harmony mm-hmm. was because of the Everly Brothers.
1: I literally, for my notes on this, I was going to say, there is not a song that they make that I do not enjoy yeah. purely for the sound, the simplicity of it, mm. and their, their harmonies throughout the whole thing is just... Phew. Yeah, it it just sounds
0: really wonderful, and it's actually a song that makes me a little bit emotional. Same. Just the way it sounds and what it's actually about. Yeah. It's actually really sad once you listen to the lyrics. So it's pretty much about they love someone, but they can only be with them when they dream. Yeah. And that, just thinking of that is extremely sad. Like, who hasn't been in that situation where you have feelings for someone and maybe they don't return them, Mm -hmm. or maybe for some reason it just doesn't work out, and the only way you can be with them is in your dream? Yeah. And there's this one line that gets me, and it's, only trouble is, gee whiz, I'm dreaming my life away.
1: It's like we wrote the exact same notes. Really? Yeah, really? I literally have that written down. I'm like, because I related to that so much. How how much of my life I spent daydreaming about someone that wasn't attainable, or yeah. spent my life like daydreaming, even in crushes in high school. Yes, because of the course. only time you can be with them if you're too scared to ever speak to them or you, uh, they don't yeah. like you back is and daydreaming.
0: That, that was the definition of my high school years: being too scared to talk to the boys I liked.
1: Yeah. And even as an adult like I found myself in positions where sometimes or I know a lot of people do where you're loving someone and maybe they're in a relationship themselves or they're not loving you back in that way or they're a friend and you can't really mm. talk to them about like you can't confess that love to them to, for the sake of that friendship. The only time you can kind of be with them is through that those moments where you are alone and you get to just enjoy the feeling of love for them. Yeah. And dream in that way. But with that comes a lot of getting stuck in the past and yeah. stuck in your thoughts and it's nice to escape reality but dreaming my life away is a very, very relatable term for me because I spent a lot of years just
0: yeah in my own head. I think if you let yourself and I feel like I've definitely been on this boat mm. if I let myself I could so easily just spend my life dreaming of yes, not even a person but things that I want and not yep. actually going out there and getting it myself 100%. It's a hundred percent. It's it's it sounds beautiful, and if you really sit and listen to the lyrics, I get emotional with songs. So I can't say everyone out there might get a bit emotional. Yeah, but it, it the song
1: gets me. Well, Ow. I'm glad we had the same song. Oh, yeah, saves a bit of time. Exactly. My next song mm-hmm. was "There Goes My Baby" by the Drifters. Mm. It's a late '50s song, so I think in like 1959. Yeah, so just on the cusp. But yes. the Drifters are another. Group that I love their songs. Yeah. Love. Like, when we get to the 60s, I will talk about them again. Yes. But, like, <laughs> I just love their music. This song particularly reminds me of the movie The Sandlot. Have you watched Ooh. it? It's a baseball movie. Like, a kids playing baseball. It's no. one of my think I've seen that. favorite, favorite movies. Okay. The movie itself, it's just, like, a nostalgic movie for me. So, when I hear that song, it, like, brings me back to that. Yeah. It brings me back to that nostalgia. But the song itself is just so smooth. It hits... Every little, like, a different level of emotion for me. Mm. I feel like my body is just, like, melting Mm. sometimes. Back then, doo-wop music was quite big. Mm. And this song sort of falls into that category, but it also falls into, like, soul. Which soul hadn't really emerged in that time yet. So it was Mm. one of, like, the first songs that kind of meshed the two. Mm. You can definitely feel that level of soul in a song. Sometimes you listen to songs and you just... The instrumentals in the background help your body, like... Move into each mm. emotion you need to go into, and that's exactly how I feel when I listen to that song. And I didn't know until the other day when I was looking into it a bit more that Benny King actually mm. took part in writing that song. Oh, wow! I know that's pretty crazy! But yeah, so so cool. The song's kind of like about a guy, like a woman's left this man, mm. and he talks about how she's cried and he's broken her heart. But then he also questions, like, why she even left and if she ever really loved him. Mm. And it just makes me realize, like, sometimes you don't know what you've got until it's sort of gone. That is so true. Like, how many times you don't realize that you should have respected or appreciated someone until it's a a little too late. Mm. And usually in that scenario, you start to question, like who you were like you don't even know what they thought of you at that point you don't know yeah. why they left you. you start questioning yourself and i think that song is just very relatable in that way it makes you start to like realize the real changes on how you view yourself as mm. well as how you viewed them can kind of shift after the matter of fact other than compared to when you're in the relationship and you don't really know what you're feeling yeah but yeah it's like that feeling of like losing someone and feeling the guilt of not being able to know what you did wrong yeah that in itself can kind of shift the reality of what actually happened i don't know if that made sense yeah it makes total sense yeah okay my
0: second song Mm -hmm. you cannot bring up the 50s without bringing up elvis ah yes obviously of course they go hand in hand hound dog
1: crying all the time that
0: song i love the music clip that goes along with this song
1: Mm -hmm.
0: especially the part of the music clip where he sings the song a little bit slower and the way he's dancing to it i love it i love that sometimes when they used to go film elvis they had to film him from the hips up yeah because of his dance moves so funny
1: so crazy did you look at like what mu- dancing and music i mean little kids are dancing more provocative than that one i TikTok know now.
0: i know it's it's just fucking crazy um so i actually read about how his dancing got banned at a concert in california once
1: Ooh.
0: because and i love the term they call his dancing they called it gyrating
1: oh gyrating <laughs> Oh, that was really, uh, oh. It's
0: so funny but because he was gyrating on stage a certain like police officer of that area banned his dancing on stage because so whenever he played there he had to not not dance it was not be Elvis yet. not be Elvis that's so damn funny
1: just crazy that like in only 70 years or so how much can change in terms of that yeah Wow. Yeah. the times were so different so different oh my god if that Officer saw
0: what it's like now. He wouldn't be able to handle it. So much gyrating. So much gyrating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of gyrating everywhere. Everyone's gyrating. Yes.
1: Gyrated. I love that
0: word, gyrating.
1: Gyrating. Yeah. gyrating. weird now. So I know. Much <laughs> much. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but that song in general is... I don't want to say it's my favourite Elvis song because it's really hard to pick, but it's up there. Yeah. My favourite line... There's not many lines of the song. A yeah. lot of it's it's a repetitive song. Yeah. But I love it when he sings, He said you was high class. Well, that was just love. <laughs> I love that song. It's just fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> That's all I've really got to say on it. It's just an all-round best song out there listening if you haven't introduced yourself to
1: elvis this is a good start perfect intro song i think this was the first elvis song i actually listened to when i was younger this was probably his first huge hit Mm. this song so it's a good intro yeah i think it would be too every time because i have a dog and his name is presley named after elvis presley Um. this is his song because obviously hound dog not because (laughs) he's not a hound dog but like But I swear, like, every time he comes on, he knows that yeah. it's, like, his song. And he, like, moves differently and is always paying attention to the music at that That's point. So I'm like, ah, oh, Presley. That's so cute. Yeah, so cute. And I just sit there, like, wiggling my hips, like, trying yeah. to Elvis impersonate while he's just looking at me like, come on, Mom, what are you doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, my next song is Every Day by Buddy Holly. Ah, Buddy Holly, Buddy Holly. mm if you have not heard this song, do yourself a favor and go mm. listen to it. It is boppy, but at the same time, smooth. I don't know how to explain it. Just listen to it. It's very catchy. Mm. I remember I would have heard this for the first time in about 2015. Yeah. I wasn't super... Aside from Elvis, I wasn't super into, like, 50s mm. music. It wasn't something I overly listened to. I came across this song, and it... Let me tell you, it shifted my perspective yeah. completely. Yep. I created so many playlists mm. all around this one song and this kind of genre, and yeah. that's how I really got into listening to older mm. music um, and having such a deep love for it. This song, I probably played on repeat. Not on repeat, I don't play songs on repeat, but I listen to the same song at least once a day. Yeah. I think until now, I still listen to it almost every yeah. second day because it's a song that kind of... When I'm sad or when I'm feeling a bit down in any way, it can just whoop, like lift mm. my mood straight back up because it's just so easy to sing along. Yeah, you, you can't listen to it without singing along. So yeah. it's hard to still be like, oh yeah, when you're like every yeah. day it's <laughs> getting better. <fun." laughs>
0: I feel like that's a that's the way with a lot of fifty songs. Yeah. They were just, they had this energy about them that songs just don't have anymore.
1: Agreed completely. And even though this was a more like upbeat sounding song, Mm. you're still, especially with a lot of 50s songs, you're still able to feel the emotions through it, even if Mm. you're sad and like, that's why I listen to that playlist when I'm not feeling the best because it's so mellow and smooth. It's not Mm. irritating to listen to. Yeah. But it also allows you to, like, focus on what you... Whatever you're trying to tackle at that moment, it allows... It gives you space to focus on it. Yeah. I actually listen to this playlist when I study. Ah. Because it, like, helps me just get into a proactive mood. But also at the same time, if I've got something else in my mind, it allows that to kind of be taken care of as Mm. well. So this song ultimately is a love song. Yeah. But the way I like to look at it is it could be about anything. Like, your life is getting closer and closer to whatever you're waiting for. And it's a roller coaster, like he mentions, like moving faster than a roller coaster, and that in itself, I feel like this song just reminds me that you should just trust the process. like, Yeah. Yet yeah, things will have like its moments where they might seem like they're really far away. For me, I listen to it and I think like, okay, sometimes I've got these goals that seem so so out of reach, but I know that if I just trust the process, I can get to them. Yeah. Or there's other things that are coming up approaching like fast approaching and I'm a bit nervous towards them Mm. but I know that I've just got to trust the process and this is just part of it Yeah, so yeah that's why I like to listen to that song it's a great song and Buddy Holly I feel so bad Yeah, (laughs) it was interesting we were looking up for the birthdays and the news for this week and I looked up and found out that he actually passed away today so February 3rd a very very tragic passing and something that was way too early in his life of course yeah Alright
0: L. My next song Is by Dean Martin Oh Dean Martin You know I love me some Dean Martin You know I love me some Dean Martin And the song is probably one of his most well known Mm -hmm. That's Amore That's Amore When when the moon seems to shine Mm -hmm. Like you've had too much wine That's That's Amore amore. So the word Amore Mm -hmm. Means love in Italian love that. So essentially what are you saying is that when the world seems brighter it's cuz you're in love.
1: Oh, it's
0: actually very nice. Yeah. So when the moon seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's love. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love. I love singing this song to my husband. Yeah. There are songs that define you. Yeah. And this is a song that I definitely put in that category. Mhm. I adore Dean Martin and I adore those types of singers yeah so you've got andy williams tony bennett frank sinatra those group of singers i absolutely adore and i will be talking more about them in the 60s because some of my favorite songs are in the 60s yeah yes i just um i
1: really adore this song it it is like you mentioned it's one of the most well-known songs yes and for good reason yes it's... I can't, I can't describe
0: how songs make you feel sometimes. Mm. This song makes me feel like I am most myself. And it gives me a very positive feeling.
1: Oh, I love that.
0: It's really hard to describe. But I'm sure everyone out there and yourself mm-hmm. can relate to that feeling when it comes to certain songs. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just a great song. I danced to it at my wedding. Mm. I had that song. I'm... I told my DJ, I'm like, you need to play these kind of these kind of songs at yeah. one point of my wedding. At one point, yes. Yes, at one point. Because I know not, not everyone wants to jam to Frank Sinatra, and I understand that. But I do. So parts of my wedding
1: did have a lot of that. I know. I actually quite enjoyed those parts of the wedding. Yeah. But anyway, short explanation. Love it. Good explanation. No Thank need. You well. Thank you. Well. My next song mm-hmm. by the Penguins is Earth Angel. Oh, my God, I love that song. Mm. Always makes me think of Back to the Future. Yeah, well. exactly, same. Makes me think of Back to the Future. <laughs> and I always thought of Johnny Be Good when I thought of Back to the yes. Future. And then a couple of years ago, I was in the car with a few friends, and they were telling me, like, this couple that I'm friends with, they were telling me that they wanted this to be their wedding song, like a death yeah. angel. And it clicked to me, like, how freaking good of a song it is like I didn't aside from it being like the back to the future song I started really listening to it and Mm -hmm. adding it into my regular playlist yeah it's just a beautiful beautiful love song simple backtrack I think Mm. there's only like a drum and like Mm. a bass I don't even know I'm not an instrumental person but there's not much to it (laughs) it's perfection (laughs) it's pretty much like it just about like someone confessing their love and understanding that it might not be reciprocated and that they might look like a fool and they might look like they're crazy to other people, but they don't really care. And they know that it's it's like that feeling of like knowing it's better to love someone and not be reciprocated than not to feel love at all. Oh, that is so true. Mm-hmm. That is so true. Oh. You need to experience that in your life. Like I know for me, there's been times where you've been in heartbreak. There's been times where you feel the world is crashing down on you because something didn't work out or whether it be your own relationship. Or I know for me, for even my parents' relationship, seeing that crumble, it was really, really heartbreaking for me but knowing that there was love knowing that you had good times knowing that even if it was never reciprocated crush for example Mm. that you were able to experience that freaking Mm. amazing feeling of love and like knowing that even if they didn't give it back to you you felt that feeling is just so yeah it gives you life yes um and i also wanted to add that i love the end of that song where it's Mm. like you yes yeah, I, can, I walk around my house and I'm always like, <laughs> it's such uh, a to cute... be a fly on the wall. Oh, yes. It just <laughs> Anytime I have to say that word, I'm like casually just slow it in there. Yeah, beautiful song. Love it. Ah, yes, of course, of course, of course.
0: Okay, my fourth song is
1: by the wonderful Johnny Cash. Ooh, I love
0: him. Yes, 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 yes I do too. And it's Walk the Line. Mm. Probably one of his... Biggest songs,
1: yeah, I would say so.
0: Besides, like Ring of Fire, you know, songs like (laughs) that. This song, okay, this song has a very interesting meaning to it. Mm -hmm. So he pretty much wrote this song as a reminder to stay faithful to his wife.
1: Oh,
0: his first wife before Reese Witherspoon.
1: (laughs) Wait, (laughs) I looked at you like, um, what? Okay, so if you've seen the movie
0: with Joaquin Phoenix and Reese Witherspoon, she plays his second wife.
1: Oh. Right, and I don't remember
0: her name. I remember her name is June, but I don't remember her whole name, so I'm just calling her Ruth Witherspoon.
1: Fair enough. May I say Joaquin Phoenix, great casting choice, then. Oh, yeah. Looks like I... He
0: sounds really good, too. I
1: should watch that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I've only seen snippets, and I'm what like... What the hell? What? Yeah, no, I should watch that movie. Go home, now! Now, now. Watch it. Anyway. He really fell victim
0: to the sex, drugs, rock and roll. Oh, yes. Craze. So when lots I drugs. think of those, I think of him. Yeah. Yes, lots of drugs. Unfortunately, the music world, a lot of musicians fall victim to that kind of behavior. Oh, yeah. And he was definitely one of them. And yeah, that's essentially what that song means. But it is a beautiful song. I adore Johnny Cash. His mm-hmm. voice is crazy. It's deep. It knows how to get into your bones. Perfectly explained. You Initially,
1: know? you can feel it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's very odd. So... I, again, I'm going to say this after every song choice, but again, I recommend you go and listen to Johnny Cash. He's not everyone's cup of tea, obviously. Yeah, he's definitely not even that basic sound that you will hear in the fifties. His no. songs are very different to what you'll hear otherwise, and even into the sixties as well.
1: But yeah, he's just fantastic, and I I love him. L. You know? I I yeah, love him. Me too. I one of my favorite vocal sounds. Yes, but also similar to what you said like it feels like he's in your bones and it feels like my bones have goosebumps when yes. i listen to him yes like it's not on yes. the top of my skin it's gone deep and yeah bones have the goosebumps yeah
0: exactly and the song that he made later in life mm-hmm. hurt yeah. that is um yeah that's a great song so i at least recommend you to go listen to that song
1: yeah, hurt. I was actually gonna put in our first episode about songs yeah. that make me emotional, and I'm yeah. like, oh, because it's always on top emotional list. Yeah. I didn't want to add it, but yeah. but, it, it's there. It, but it's, it's, it's there. It's a hundred percent there. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure.
1: Yes. So my final song mm-hmm. is "Don't Be Cruel" by the lovely Elvis. Ugh,
0: don't be cruel mm-hmm. to a heart that's true.
1: Um, this song was actually written by Otis Blackwell, mm-hmm. who also wrote "Great Balls of Fire," which was Great Balls, balls of Fire. I listened to that song non-stop yep. when I was younger. Yeah, yeah I love that. Just like, goodness gracious. But yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah interesting to know because obviously Elvis didn't write his own music. Yeah. So nice to know who actually did. But I love how that song is just straight to the point. Hmm. It's nice and short. That's the thing I like about the songs from the 50s. They only go for about like two and a half minutes. Yeah, I know. And it's so easy to re-listen to them because yeah, exactly. of that reason, and it's so easy to just listen to the whole song. I find when a song is, like, four or five minutes long, I'm like, eh, by the time it hits three minutes, I'm out. Really? Yeah, It's and it depends how much I love a song. Yeah, I guess it depends on the song. Yeah, it depends what, what parts of the song as well. Like, if yeah. the part of the song that I love, love has happened, I just want it to start again, so I, like... Um, yeah. See...
0: There are definitely songs out there though that are like over six minutes long and I love them. Oh,
1: there's some songs, yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But for this I just I think that's why I appreciate fifties music so much. Because yeah. you can just really you get immersed and your emotions are in it the whole way through yeah. because you doesn't have enough time to fade out. Yes. But yeah, the song starts off really lovely. I love how his voice like dips mm. as he does in most of his songs. Yes. Um but yeah, the song's pretty much about him telling a girl like She knows where to find him if she's ready to be with him. Mm. She can at least call him if she can't go see him. Mm. Like, so he's talking about how they might not be able to see each other that night. But, like, if she's out, she knows where to find him. And if she was going to go out, she should be able to call him and, like, just speak to him if she can't go see him. Yeah. And to me, that makes me think about all the times, like, miscommunication has happened in Mm. a relationship. Like, how many times, I don't know, in your marriage or in general, with, like, a, a family member. I do know, for me, for example, with my mum, if I'm out and I don't call her to tell her where I am, she starts panicking. And mm. there's so much stress that is caused when you don't... Just don't have a little phone call here or there. Mm. Or just how important it is to, in a relationship to just let your partner know how you feel. Yes. Or let them know where you're at mm. in general. I think a lot of confusion can start. But, yeah, so I just love the song. I think it's a really beautiful Elvis song um, for the 50s. But cannot wait for the 60s because... <sighs> some doozies some doozies okay, my
0: last song Mm -hmm. and it's by Frank Sinatra beautiful I love Frank Sinatra, I think I've already said that Mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. episode, but it's I've Got You Under My Skin I've got you Um. under my skin and I have lovely, just lovely memories Mm -hmm. with Frank Sinatra songs I always think of my father-in-law as I mentioned before we played Frank Sinatra songs and those kind of group of songs at my wedding. Yeah. And it was at that time of the night where George was dancing with his mom and I was dancing with George's dad.
1: Yeah.
0: And it was just a really nice time and I absolutely adore my father-in-law. Yeah. So that's just and it gives me just a really nice feeling.
1: That's I love all that. it is. That's, that's all so it is. So true about Frank Sinatra songs they always like it's either from a movie or from anything like it's just a nice just ah like a fresher breath air kind of sound that's a beautiful song great choice it really is uh, thank you i love that it relates to such a special person in your life yeah
0: yeah all my family are special people to me
1: exactly there was
0: always songs that just remind you of certain people and for Mm. some reason frank sinatra always reminds me of him
1: that's beautiful wonderful does that well, wrap us up then? That wraps us up, ew! No, How Howdy doody. Howdy doody. I sound like Mater from Cars. A Mater. <laughs> We've been watching Cars.
0: <laughs> We've been watching Cars a lot because my son is obsessed with it right now.
1: And so am I, apparently. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging
1: out with us today. Yes. And to listening to our songs. Mm-hmm, thank mm-hmm. you very much. much. Indeed. If you have a special song from the 50s that we did not mention, yes. please let us know.
0: Yeah. We'll give it it's, a
1: listen it's, it's, if we haven't heard it before and we will mention it on the next podcast.
0: Exactly right. Exactly right. So please, guys, don't forget to email us. Our email is daydreambelieverspodcast at gmail.com. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't forget to follow us on all our social medias and give us a review. Please do. And follow the podcast, of course.
1: Yes. Please. We please also <laughs> have a Spotify playlist <laughs> yes. that mentions all the songs yes. we have brought up throughout our whole podcast. Yes, please give that a follow and a listen. Yep. If you would like to work with me on a coaching basis, the socials are down below. Yes, guys. I also have another podcast where I like to talk absolute nonsense
0: about movies. Mm-hmm.
1: Actually, it's I love it.
0: Good. Yeah. If you're interested in that it is called three tickets Two. i'll put all that information down below as well
1: if you like the sound of us mm. then if you haven't already give our last week's episode a listen it mm. is all the things we have learned in the last 27 years of life so some yes. life lessons for you well not all the things we've learned we could only fit it in 40 minutes but yes life lessons some things that we have learned. Yes. So please give that a listen. Until next week, guys. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.